Forces of evil, the globalist, the deep state, the cabal, the technocracy, the corrupt media want to divide and conquer us. Freedom-loving patriots, MAGAs, and those clinging to their guns and Bibles. I'm your host, Becca Marie, along with Stella Padilla, and you are listening to Freedom Speak. We are proudly unindoctrinated and wide awake. I'd like for you to check out our website, freedomspeaknm.com, where you can click on the radio replay link and listen to playbacks of any of our previous shows. And also check out the resource page. You can get the podcast of this show on SoundCloud, Spotify, Stitcher, and Apple iTunes. Want to send us questions and comments? Email us at becca at freedomspeaknm.com. And now you can listen and watch us live. On Rumble, Facebook, and Twitter, Friday mornings, 9 a.m. to noon. You can also call in on our call-in line, which is 505-444-5059. Just go to our website, Freedom Speak NM, and click on the Rumble link. So I've been thinking a lot uh, this week about how they seem to want to be indoctrinizing, indoctrin- uh, indoctrinating our children. And I, I come up with the word they're socializing them, is what I think. I was talking to a good friend of mine, Kareen Rios, which I've had on my show with me a few times. And um, her and I were talking about this, and I said, hey, Kareen, I'm, I'm just kind of wondering, what are your thoughts on this? I'm thinking about writing a monologue on this. And she said, you know, I've been thinking about the same thing this week, this week Becca. It's like, well, share your notes with them. Let me, let me, let me see what you got. So we kind of collaborated this week on my monologue, which was uh, pretty fun. So I want to start off with a little bit of a history lesson. I've talked about Nazi Germany before because I believe that a lot of what the Nazis were using, the tactics to socialize people and indoctrinate them, um, are the same kind of tap tactics that the current Biden crime regime is using. So let's start with a little history lesson. On July 7th, 1932, Baldur von Schirach and Gregor Strasser dissolved other Nazi girls groups. And the reason I'm focusing on the, on the girl groups is because of the attack on women that's been going on lately. And that's something that has really been bothering me a lot. The Nazi girls groups transferring all memberships to the BDM. Now, I can't even pronounce what BDM stands for. It's an acronym, but it's better known as the League of German Girls. 
This group was the female section of the Hitler Youth. Its role was to indoctrinate girls into the beliefs and ideals of the Nazi regime. By the end of 1932, membership was estimated between 10,000 to 15,000 girls. The movement increased momentum after the Nazi rise to power with dissolution of the non-Nazi girls groups. The BDM's inclusion in the Nazi propaganda campaign and association with the Hitler Youth increased its popularity. The indoctrination of young people into Nazi ideals was the purpose of the groups, with a focus on the role of young girls as future mothers of the Third Reich. Education came under heavy control in Nazi Germany in 1934. Adolf Hitler believed that German children could be totally indoctrinated to support the Volk, which means the people. Remember the Volkswagen? That's what it means, the people's car. A nation made up of the most superior of human races and the Reich. Hitler believed that massive brainwashing could be achieved by transforming the school curriculum and the creation of the Hitler Youth. The Reich Ministry of Education, Culture, and Science took control of the Germany education system in 1934. They didn't completely change the structure, for that would have brought too much attention to itself. However, they started with the staff. Many Jewish teachers with rival political views were sidelined. Affiliation with the National Socialist Teachers League was required to retain a teaching job. In 1937, the membership rate to the NSTL was 97%. By 1941, thousands of girls were part of the BDM, meaning the organization had a large reach and greater ability to indoctrinate girls into Nazi ideals. Girls who were not part of the movement began to be treated differently at school, often being shunned by the BDM members. Peer pressure is a very effective force for young people that are just looking for a way to fit in with others. Does that remind you a little bit about the craziness that's going on right now? The BDM strove to ensure members were in confirmation with Nazi ideals. It was designed to produce girls who were dedicated to Nazism, Adolf Hitler, and the state. This included enduring that all individuals they encountered, such as teachers and parents, were also conforming. Like the male members of the Hitler Youth, it was encouraged that members of the BDM would inform the authorities if their parents or neighbors were not acting in line with the regime. Hmm. Parents complaining about things going on at the schools being labeled as domestic terrorists by the Biden administration? Hmm. The aim of this process was to dismantle existing social structures and traditions. We have groups of people trying to dismantle existing social structures in America today. Antifa, BLM, teachers unions, and the various three-letter agencies. They all seem to be working to tear down our current system. Is this part of the plan to institute the New World Order? By the way, if you go to the website Antifa.com, it still redirects you to WhiteHouse.gov. This is no mistake. In Nazi Germany, once the staff was threatened with the loss of a job, now the real indoctrination of the German youth could begin. Two main areas of the curriculum were geared around, first, to prepare the population to better fight and breed. So physical education was given much attention in the schools. Secondly, children were thoroughly indoctrinated in Nazi ideology to support the state, 
rather than their parents and their values. Children are most impressionable. Hitler knew that families were in the way of his ideology of a superior race. So therefore, he put educational programs in place to indoctrinate the children in Nazi ideals and destroy the family structures from within. This included exaggerated German history and literature, along with outright lies in science. Sound familiar? All was geared around the Volk, and German was the most superior race on the planet. Mean Kemp, Hitler's ramblings of the goals and future of the German state, was heavily studied. The intention was that former members of the BDM would raise their children in the line with Nazi ideals, in order for their beliefs to become embedded in the minds of future generations. Activities were designed to further the aim of the preparation of children for their futures in the next generation of mothers. They supported and enhanced the curriculum taught in schools, where all lessons were molded around the Nazi understanding of history, biology, and geography. Children were taught about the world in a manner which justified the actions of the Nazi regime and promoted conformity and obedience in all aspects of life. Music within the BDM focused on singing in choral groups, as this was said to provide a sense of unity and again promote conformity. And not only that, but I think I've mentioned this before, music, singing, it affects another part of the brain. Okay, it's like, you know, you got left brain and right brain. Music kind of gets in there into the right part of the brain. And, and some people are more right brain than left. There was a reason for this. Could we possibly compare this to the images being put forth in Hollywood movies? And let's not forget the concept of equity and inclusion, which has worked into its way almost every organization in America. The Nazi regime stressed the importance of physical activity in maintaining a healthy body, particularly as sports such as swimming, gymnastics, and running. The balance between raising healthy young women fit for childbirth and masculinizing them through too much sport was a problem for the Nazi officials. Hmm, that got me thinking about something. Could this be the reason why the Biden administration seems to be destroying women's sports by allowing men to compete? Does he want women out of sports? Does he have other plans for them? Like other aspects of the BDM, the uniform was used to foster conformity and belonging through creating an atmosphere of oneness and preventing any individual from appearing different. Gotta have that inclusion, you know. It was created to ensure conformity across the movement. The girls were wore dark blue skirts, brown jackets, black neckerchiefs, and a white blouse. Is what we've been seeing over the last few years around the world with mask mandates, vax mandates, and being accused of misinformation or disinformation, or being un-American for simply asking questions, all about conditioning the masses to be obedient and conform? What other kinds of physical conformity will be coming next? With Adolf Hitler having power from 1933 until 1944, and roots of the Nazi party and the Hitler youth preceding this, many children had not known life before the Nazi regime. Some were young when the Nazis rose to power and had experienced years of Nazi teachings and propaganda. 
Now tell me, are you thinking about the same thing I'm thinking about here? This kind of makes me wonder what effect the scamdemic will have on children that were born during that time and know nothing of how it was before, before so many things changed and a major attack on our traditional American freedoms became seen as the new normal to so many. The intention for the BDM was to have leaders who were young and who could relate to the members of the movement that they oversaw. Are those bent on the destruction of America as we know it using Nazi tactics to bring about the New World Order? Is is the New World Order kind of like the Third Reich? In which the elite hold all the power, and those of us that are left will only will only own nothing, and we're going to be happy? <laughs> In America, we have always held the belief that pornography was a bad thing for children. <clears throat> but some adults want those protections gone. Some adults are pushing the idea of pornogra- pornographic books and material promoting sexual deviance in school libraries. Now, I don't know about you guys, but I look at adults that are doing this nonsense as I label them as sexual predators. This is wrong. Some adults are even promoting the idea of exposing children to adult drag shows. Why would a parent allow this? That's what I want to ask you. According to a 2018 Gallup poll, 20 28% of the silent generation, which is ages 78 to 95, 30% of baby boomers, 59 to 79, which I barely fall into, 41% of Generation X, 40, that would be 43 to 58, and 54% of millennials, that is age 27 to 42, view socialism positively. How do we go from 28% view socialism as positive in the silent generation to over half of 27 to 42-year-olds view it positively in 2018? And I'm sure that number is much higher now. What has changed? I ask you. In 2020... 69% of American college students were estimated to have voted for Joe Biden and his socialist agenda. And I'm telling you, if you were listening to what Joe Biden was talking about, that's exactly what he was promising. He is doing exactly what he promised to do. Educational systems have long been one way to change the social structure of a country. Indoctrinate young children, and before you know it, they are turning on their parents and the normal structure of society. In the United States, we are witnessing a rise in the American secular youth. According to a 2016 study, of the 7,243 professors at America's top 40 colleges— 3,623 are registered Democrat, that would be 50.02%, and only 314, that would be 8.67%, are registered Republicans. Oh yes, we have flooded our colleges with liberal progressive socialists. In 2002, a socialist education agenda was passed onto American schools with the No Child Left Behind Act signed by former Republican President Bush. And we have found over the last several years that the Bushes were not necessarily working in our best interest. 
This one act alone was the biggest expansion of the federal control over K-12 through education in American history. This laid the groundwork for the left, liberal, progressive, socialist indoctrination of the American youth. American schools now largely rely on the Common Core Standards Initiative that sets uniform standards at every K-12 through school that schools are to adhere to. <clears throat> this began the destruction of local control in American public schools. This is forced indoctrination. Students are forced to accept information uniformly, proved to them without criticism, or their grades would suffer. There are only seven states that do not follow Common Core. New Mexico follows Common Core standards, and we are the least educated state in the nation. That is a fact. So what is America teaching its children? Hmm. Well, that America was the only country who had slaves, which is a total lie. Christopher Columbus killed, stole from, and destroyed the Native Americans. Doctors assign gender when babies are delivered. Total BS. You can pick your own gender. People need to accept whatever I want to label myself as. Money grows on trees. <laughs> People are victims. The Constitution was not founded on godly principles. Really? Boys can have babies. Uh, no, never has happened. And don't tell your parents about yourself. Let teachers help you with your gender questions, pregnancy questions, and we will even help you get an abortion and change your gender without telling your parents. Don't want to tell your parents about that. You don't want to talk to your parents because your parents might actually have some values that they want to share with you and try to guide you to have a life that they would approve of. What has happened to us? What has happened to this country? What has happened to the world? Indoctrination of American children has been underway for a long time. It is the indoctrination that God... And his standards do not exist. And this, this has been happening for decades. It's been creeping up on us. But over the last three years, the floodgates are open. Just an example. Take a look at the American black family. In 1960, 22% of black children were raised in single-parent families. 50 years later, 70% are raised by single-parent families. Hitler wanted to destroy the family structure. Liberal socialist policies did exactly that to the black family. And today, the moral fabric of our society is being slowly degraded to a society where all evil is accepted. After the Second World War, prominent Nazi officials and supporters were put on trial for their crimes. Boulder von Schirach, who had held multiple roles within the Nazi party, including leader of the youth, was convicted of crimes against humanity. If by some miracle the good guys come out on top on what's going on today, will those responsible for the downfall of our country be held accountable, like in the Nuremberg trials after World War II? I hope so. <clears throat> Boy, that's, uh, that's a grim way to start the show, isn't it? Uh, so... Um, 
I've got a uh, guest with us, and Stella, say hi. Good morning, everybody. Here, you guys can look at Stella for a minute. Hey. <laughs> so we uh, we got our guest uh, Tim McLean in with us today, and you know. Tim has been one of my favorite guests with viewers over the past couple years. Every time I have him on, we just have tons and tons of people watching. They love what he has to say. Oh, stop it. Yeah, I'm telling you, Tim, people love you. (laughs) Well, I don't know if they love me. They think I'm crazy at times with all the stuff I talk about, that's for sure. But I'm surprised that you actually keep asking me to come back. Well, you know, hey. (laughs) I guess we're so like-minded, right? I think so. Yeah. I think we are. Yeah. Crazy times we live in, that's for sure. You know, but I, I look at the positive. You know, in John 8.32, it says that you shall know the truth and the truth will set you free. And uh, and I believe that that's happening. Yeah. We have half the world uh, waking up, not just our country, but the world. And <clears throat> as all those people are waking up, you know, Stella, I, I call it like being half awake, right? Because in order to be fully awake, you have to know the truth. And I think that the biggest problem is, is that people don't know the truth now because exactly what your monologue was going over. They're, they're believing a false history. Yeah. What was the first thing Hitler did was he burned all the books, right? Cause they had to get rid of the history. Mm-hmm. Well, now we're, uh, you know, dealing with people that, uh, have been teaching our children in these schools, corporate schools, an agenda, right? And it's all mind control. Mm-hmm. So, they're, ta- they're taught to believe a lie. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. And and the lie is getting worse and worse, you know, as time goes on. So, well, do you remember when it started? I think it's, it started probably before that. When I noticed it started, is when they took God out of the schools, the courthouses, everywhere they could, and they told the children, if your parents try to discipline you, report them. Oh, yeah. They, that's And the kids love that part of it, especially the ones that were disciplined and rebellious. Right. They love that, reporting their parents. You can't right. touch me. You can't yell at me. You can't be verbally abusive to me. You can't do anything to me. Yeah. You can't hurt my feelings. Yeah, my oldest son is 36, and I remember exactly that happening in the schools where mm-hmm. all of them taught him, you know, all the teachers taught him. If your parents spank you, you let us know, you know, yeah. and and that way they can all get involved. But it's it's just an absolute crazy time we live in. But it's also a really cool time, too, because truth is coming out. And the more truth that comes out, the more people wake up and the more people that wake up actually know the truth. Our government system is not the true government system that our founders set up. We're dealing with a corporate government system where all our states are incorporated, uh, the whole federal government is incorporated, but our true founding was a completely different constitution. Oh, hey guys, we got an incoming caller. We have a caller? We have a caller. Oh, wow. Isn't that great? All right. Okay, let's see who it is. <laughs> caller, you are on the line with uh, Becca and Stella. How are you doing today? I'm well. How are you? It's Corrine. Hey, Corrine. How'd you like that monologue? You did a fabulous job. It, it was right on point, and uh, everything we're seeing today has already happened. Yeah. You know, I mean, in Ecclesiastes, he says there's nothing new under the sun. Yeah. And so what happened in, in Germany is happening today differently, of course, right? You know, we, we don't have Nazis. We, we don't have any burning books. 
Right. Um, but it's happening today, slowly and subtly. Well, you know, I think what and they're trying... I think why we miss it, I think why we miss it yeah. is because, you know, we are so privileged in the United States that uh, we just have this false sense of security. Mm-hmm. And we are not taught to protect our Constitution and our freedom. Yeah. Well, you know, and a lot of the thing is, too, is I believe that um, privilege and uh, the um, <clears throat> the things that people have in this country, in a way, uh, can potentially be used to control them. I mean, we saw that, like, during the height of the scandemic, in which people were threatened with their jobs, they were threatened that stuff would be taken away from them, and they rolled over and complied because they didn't want to lose their stuff. And that's what stuff. happened to the teachers. Yeah. See, that exactly happened to, the, to the, Jew, the, the Jewish teachers in Germany. Yeah. They were threatened with their jobs if they didn't uh, comply and, and, join, uh, and join the group and teach the way they uh, uh, Hitler told them to teach. So it, it's right here, it's right in front of us, and, you know, maybe... Um, like your guest said, you know, that, that we aren't being taught. Some of us are waking up mm-hmm. and that uh, waking up to the truth. But we need more people to speak the truth. You know, Corrine, that is that is absolutely so true. Um, we're dealing with, with people right now that are waking up. But the biggest part of waking yeah. up is actually knowing the true history of our country because they lied to us. We, everything Everything that you think is true People are going, wow, I've been lied to about everything. And now that now that people are saying, wow, what's going on? Now they're starting to look back at the history and realizing our country was incorporated in 1871. They set up Washington, D.C., a foreign territory. We have J6ers that are being held as prisoners of war. You know, and people are going, wow. So it's like sort of funny because evil, they have to show what they're doing. And now everyone's seeing the evil. So once everyone knows the true history and how they've actually enslaved us all, then you go, oh, my goodness, it's right in front of our face. They've, they've enslaved us by giving us stuff. Yes. You know? Yeah, yeah it's the drive through McDonald's now. Everyone wants it now. Right? Yeah, everybody wants it now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. But it all yeah, started and, and, in the and schools. Even, and, yeah, and enslaving us includes our history about Christopher Columbus. That's right. Our founding fathers. You know, Korean. right? Our found this country was based on godly principles, and they're trying to erase that and 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 say that our founding fathers were not godly because they had slaves. Well, okay, everybody has sin, but that's how they start, and they started in our generation, not just our children. But when we went to school, they started preaching that. And so now you have the, the Native Americans who are up in a roar and, 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 and don't want to celebrate Christopher Columbus. Well, and so it, it's been happening for decades. Hey, Corrine, Corrine uh, Tim, we're ending. We're coming to the close uh, to yeah. the end of the segment. If I could so, just throw something in real quick. Yeah, real quick. Go so for it. I was just in Virginia Beach. They had this, the 1607 landing just last Wednesday. Mm-hmm. And that was our founders coming over that placed a cross and dedicated our land through a covenant with God. Mm-hmm. And I was there for that. And it wasn't Christopher Columbus. That was the settlers that right. when they went up to Jamestown. That's what I'm talking about, the lies. Yeah, yeah. See, yep. The truth was yep. it was 1607, not 1620. <laughs> 
Okay. And uh, America Vespucci is the one that discovered the Americas. So there you go. Corrine, you want me to hold you over uh, past the break, or you want to hang around, hang out you with us? You know us for what? A I gotta run. I gotta okay. go do. I gotta go do some stuff with my husband. But great monologue. I think it's a great topic for us to really open up people's eyes as to our children being indoctrinated. Thanks, Corrine. So we'll good talk, job, my friend. We'll talk to you later. Bye. All righty. Bye bye. All right, so uh, after the break, uh, I want to talk about some of this died early news that I have. A lot of interesting stories there. So don't go anywhere. You are listening to Freedom Speak with Becca Marie with guest Tim McLean. We'll be right back. Did you realize that our skin is the largest organ of the body? How often do we pay attention to what it's telling us? Hi, I'm Tomei with Skin LLC, and we don't just cover up imperfections, we heal them. Our skin being the largest organ of the body tells a story. Beauty and skin alike are often overlooked because we get overwhelmed with so much daily input. You can learn your own skin and beauty story through the customized treatments we provide, personalized just for you. Let us give you the education, healing, rejuvenation, and restoration to support your journey. Call or text 505-918-4211, mention this ad for a free phone consultation, and visit our website at abqskinllc.com. That number again is 505-918-4211. Hi, I'm Dr. Karen Genter from High Desert Chiropractic and Wellness. For 27 years, I've been helping patients by gently treating the root cause of their health issues, not just symptoms. Treatments include various chiropractic techniques and therapies, such as electrical stimulation, ultrasound and intersegmental traction, or the roller table. Let's help you be your best self by helping you achieve optimal wellness and maintain it lifelong. Located at 5310 Homestead Road, Northeast, call us at 505 292 Would you like to advertise your business right here on Freedom Speak with Becca Marie and Stella? Get in on the ground floor with insanely low prices and become one of our preferred advertisers. Lots of fellow patriots would love to do business with you. All ads include free production of your commercial using your own voice or ours. Your ad will run on all of our live streams and podcasts on multiple platforms. Our audience is growing by the day. Send your info to Becca at freedomspeaknm.com to get started. Would you like to move on from being a keyboard warrior to owning your own media? I'm Floyd Cisco with Spoken Words in New Mexico. I can take your event to the next level by providing cameras, microphones, video switchers, and other hardware to turn your event into a professional production. See what I've done for others and what I can do for you at rumble.com slash spoken words New Mexico. To get started, send me an email at spokenwords.nm at protonmail.com. Again, that's spokenwords.nm at protonmail.com.
Hey, welcome back to Freedom Speak with Becca Marie and Stella with our guest, Tim McLean. If you want to call in and join the conversation, our number is 505-444-5059. We'd love to hear from you. First hour, we're talking a little bit about the indoctrination of the youth of America. It's well underway. Wake up, people. Keep an eye on your kids. Keep an eye on what they are being taught in school. If you can get them out of public school, get them out. Keep an eye on them, period. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And if you can't get them out, then you need to keep an eye on what their school is teaching them. And, you know, I am personally opposed to uh, kids having smartphones. You know, I talked about uh, pornography, how, you know, pornography used to be considered a bad thing for children to have when, when we were kids. And yet, what they're doing now is they are actually introducing pornography intentionally. Schools are. Drag queen story hour. You got grown men dressed as women um, in the faces of your children, and they're they're pushing this. They think this is okay. This is this is sick behavior, people. I, I don't know what's going on here. You know, and I and I heard the other day I heard uh, uh, Kamala saying that we were banning books because she's really opposed to us taking these pornographic books out of the school. She wants them in there. These people want this in there. They want to corrupt your children. I don't even understand the way of thinking with these people. I mean, other than what I talked about in the first hour, in which Hitler intentionally was wanting to destroy the family unit, is that what it's all about? Is it just evil taking over our world, in which they just want to spread more evil and more corruption and more perversion? You know, I, Tim and I were talking about this before the show started today, and, and I've talked about this with other people I know, too, you know, with the whole thing with the jab, okay, in which it is, and, and there is scientific proof that it causes micro blood clots throughout your body, and especially in your brain, crosses the blood-brain barrier, micro blood clots in your brain, it causes brain fog, and... I've heard from multiple people, and I have witnessed this myself, in which people I know have changed. They've got the jab, they've got multiple jabs, and they've changed. Drastically. Drastically. Mm-hmm. They've got the people, I've seen people that I've known that have gone from critical thinking, logical, intelligent people to brainwashed followers following the narrative. Whatever they're told. They just go along with it. And then we have all of this stuff going on around the world with all this violence. Shootings. They're blaming it on the guns. They're calling it gun violence. Guns aren't violent, people. If you set a gun in the corner or you and you have it sitting in a, I have guns all over my house, by the way. Have they ever attacked you? No, they never have. Wow. They've, they've, my, <laughs> What's wrong my, with them? My guns have never gone out and committed crimes. No? No, they've just sat there and minded their own business and been very well behaved. You know, there's so many killings going on now where they're uh, actually doing uh, um, assassinations. Like, you know, they 
go to a family and kill the whole family, just shoot them in the head. Executions. Right. And like, well, you're talking about a thing that I actually missed on the news. Uh, yeah, in Oklahoma. And it was, yeah. and the, the lady I seen got rid of the husband because he was a, a pedophile and she had three children and they were having a sleepover. So the five little girls there with her. And he walked in there after they banned him from being in the home and he shot them all execution style, all in the head. And then he killed himself. So, yeah. Yeah. So there's uh, a lot that's behind that whole thing, right? And a big part of it is is that they've actually put stuff in there that they can control your mind. With the jab, you mean? Yes, ma'am. Mm-hmm. And uh, I know being censored and so on, I didn't know where to go with that and what to call it. But as far as the, uh, I was telling Becca this, that it's pretty heartbreaking. My, uh, my brother-in-law, uh, just before Christmas, he was forced to get the jab to keep his job three times. We kept trying to tell him, don't do it, just come live with us. It's not worth it. But it turned out that like a month before, month and a half before, my wife was getting phone calls from him. And he kept saying, I keep hearing voices in my head telling me to kill myself. And sure enough, just before Christmas, he hung himself. But that's, that's, a, that's a mind control thing that's going on. And a lot of people, a lot of these shootings, that's what it is. They can pinpoint people. And they can actually control their minds. We know all this. Operation Paperclip and mm-hmm. all. You know, they've been doing all this mind control for a long, long time. Oh, they've been working on this for decades. Mm-hmm. You know, and like the other day, we heard the, the thing where the, the guy was, this was like close to midnight. And the guy was out in his yard shooting his AR-15 at, yeah. at like midnight out in his yard. And his neighbor comes out and says, hey, you know, can you, can you cut it out? Because I've got a baby that's trying to sleep. And the guy comes over, murders that person, murders the whole family. Yeah. And when it was all over and done with, there were two children that that survived because two of the adults in the house used themselves as, as human shields. Yeah. Look, look at what our law enforcement's going through. But that's gun violence, right? Yeah. 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 yeah, these, yeah. They're going through like people with machetes and swords and, you know, they're being attacked left and right. And, you know, a lot of us know... You know, law enforcement, we, we appreciate them and all that kind of stuff, but they're enforcing different laws and all that. But on the side of what's going on is these guys are dealing with crazy people out there now. They're going on calls at Walmarts and stuff with people going nuts. And you could only, I mean, obviously things are getting worse and worse, right? But not like we've seen it escalate as it has been. You know, this is, it's all got to come back to the jab. It really does. And and I can tell you, there's a, there's a guy named Todd Callender. He put in a lawsuit against the uh, federal government. I've been privileged to be able to have communications with him and so on. But from Kamala Harris all the way down, he actually has been fighting against the jab for many, many years. He actually worked with Pfizer and all those people. He's an international uh, law attorney. And <clears throat> he actually turned because he realized what they were doing. So they're exposing it. They actually have scientists that have looked into it, hired laboratories, and uh, they actually know what's in all those and which which delivery systems they were, whether it was Moderna mm-hmm. or Johnson & yeah. Johnson. And they know what those things can do. And they're exposing it all over the place. But um, it, it really can control your mind. 
Yeah, and there are uh, there are countries around the world that have banned the so-called vaccine, which isn't a vaccine, never has been a vaccine, and I've been saying that from the beginning. Experiment. It's it's, it's a big experiment that was uh, that was perpetrated on the entire world, and. Everybody, the the world leaders all colluded on this. They all pushed the narrative. Um, There is something really, really nefarious behind all of this. Right, right. Absolutely. It's it's the elites. You know, there's everybody. We all want freedom, right? That's what everyone's looking for right now. Yeah. But we just want to be free. We don't want these elites controlling us anymore. If you just think and you go back to the original Constitution— they freed them some, uh, themselves from Great Britain. Mm-hmm. They didn't want government controlling them, right? They didn't want a king controlling them. Now we're dealing with an oligarchy again. We got a government system controlling the people instead of us telling them what you know us telling them what to do. And I know you're going to go into this a little bit later into Tucker Carlson and so yeah, on. Yeah, absolutely. But yeah. like he always, and I love Tar- uh, uh, Tucker, but he was always saying, you know, our democracy, our democracy. Yeah, they need That's to stop you. They need to stop using that word it's, that annoy, that annoys an, me to no end. It's a narrative. It's a narrative yeah. because it's really a republic. It's a republic. Right. Our our state of the union is a union of republics. I but think the, democracy made it sound like it was a democratic movement of some kind. Right. But even when you look at we were all supposed to be given a republican form of government didn't mean republican and democrat. It means that we were supposed to be free from the government. We tell the government what to do. Yeah. But the democracy is literally like an oligarchy. That's when they take control. Well, mob rule. That's what democracy is. I've talked about that numerous times. Yep. Yep. You know, but they they all keep pushing that narrative. And I I just, you know, even even so-called conservative, uh, I've heard conservative talk radio hosts do it. I've heard so-called conservative uh, news stations do it. They use the word democracy all the time. They're parrots. They they, they they don't know any different. They They just... they, they themselves are asleep, are they, you know, yeah, and they've they been are. indoctrinated. Yeah. They, they have. They've been indoctrinated yep. to a certain extent, and they don't even realize it. Right, right. It's like that that word has been pushed. And and they're actually, you know, the Democrat Party, I call it the Democrat Party, you notice, <laughs> okay, <laughs> Push, pushes that all the time. And they know exactly what they're doing. Oh, yeah. They know exactly what they're doing. They own the they own democracy. Right. Okay, the Democrat Party does. Right. Which everybody calls them the Democratic Party too all the time, which drives me nuts. Right. You know, I just wish that it would come back to uh, uh, not us against them anymore. I mean, I know that there's some crazy stuff that the Democrats say, the Republicans say. I personally am not in in any of that. Okay. I don't deal in all the politics of that because I know it's all about division, right? It is. And if they can keep all of the slaves divided against each other, then they know they won't. You won't look at them. Of course. But, but if we all ended up saying, you know what, I don't care about your differences. I don't care about you know. We need to focus on going back after getting control of our own government again, and and all of us getting along. The old Rodney King thing, right? Let's all get along. Yeah. Well, I I think we can. I think that Democrats and Republicans, and I'm not either one of those. Okay. Mm-hmm. I'm not libertarian. After the meeting I had with the Republican Party of Bernalillo County the other night, I don't know if you heard about that. I I, did. I talked about it on my show last week. And it's like, after that, I'm really, really questioning um, (laughs) where I'm at now. I was telling you that a long time. It was a a crap show. It really was. It is. It's like... 
people in, and, and there, I love all these people in the Republican Party of Bernalillo County. You know, it's like I'm friends. I'm, I'm, I hope I'm still friends with all of them, you know, but I can very, very much disagree with what was going on at that meeting. Mm-hmm. And it's like, I'm seeing a whole lot of groupthink going on in the Republican Party. We got to get out of this groupthink mentality. I think so too. We got to start talking to each other. I do too. I think that the most important thing that we can do is is stop people from doing their own personal motives, right? Everyone has this motive. Oh, I want to be this or I want to be that. You know, I want to be a part of the government, hold this title. Forget all the titles. Forget all of that stuff because it causes divisions even with in their own parties like mm-hmm. the Republican Party. We all need to unite together. We want to be free. You'd better start re, you, you know uniting with each other because if you don't, then they're just going to keep us divided. They're going to keep controlling us. The people need to stand up together, united. We're going to have differences. That's fine. But those differences can be something you can work out later. Right now, we need we need everyone to stand up in harmony with each other. Do you remember Hands Across America? Yeah, yeah, I do. That didn't matter what color you were, right. what religion, nothing. Yeah. It, it was all Americans. That's what we need to come back to is Americans loving on each other, respecting each other, and deal with our differences at another time. Right now, we don't have time to waste. Well, you know, in the the Republican Party, they're they're getting you know this all mixed up, and they're and they're 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 taking this whole idea of unity, okay, and they're taking it as meaning that well, we all just got to go along, we all got to do every, we got to all be unified together. Even if we're unified together in the wrong way of thinking. And it's like, no, just because that there are a portion of us that disagree and want to have a discussion does not make us anti un American or anti freedom or any of that stuff. We just need to have a discussion because just because we have a little bit of different way of thinking about things doesn't mean that we don't all want freedom. We all want freedom. Right. So we need to work together. We need to talk about things. We need to come to agreements on things. Right. We right. need to listen to what other people have to say. You know, I you know, it's funny the Republican Party has changed so much over the past few years because what has happened is that a lot of the people have left the Democrat Party and come into the Republican Party. Right. Because really, all along, they were pretty conservative. They just had a little bit different way of looking at things. As a matter of fact, many, many years ago, that's the way it was. The Republican Party and the Democrat Party, they all loved America. They all loved freedom. We just had a little bit different ideas about doing things. Yeah, yeah. You know, uh, you just said many, many years ago. (laughs) Well, many, many years ago when I was a young man, (laughs) which was many, many years ago. Just the other day. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. It feels like it. You know, in the mind, I'm still young, right? But uh, I, I had all my friends were going into law enforcement. Yeah. And, you know, it was sort of funny because I really wanted to do it and I wasn't sure. Well, they all all went through their schooling, became officers. So I started going on ride alongs with them. And that's when I saw the truth. We, You know how you see two cop cars pull up side by side and they're talking to each sure. other? Yeah. yeah. That's when all the politics comes out. And they're all arguing about other officers and this person and that person. And I was like, oh, my God, it's even here. You know, it, it's like everybody's got like something to complain about but i'll tell you what they never look in their own eye to see the big log in their own eye right (laughs) take it out first right (laughs) exactly we all need to stop all that well you know what i've been on both sides i mean i 
was uh, grew up a Democrat, even though I wasn't politically inclined in any way, but my grandparents were and all that. And I would ask my grandfather, why are you a Democrat? He said, because they're for the poor. Mm-hmm. And now that it, I wish I could shake him, wake him up, but they're for keeping you poor. you know. And the Democrat Party was the easiest for the Marxists to infiltrate Mm -hmm. because they were naive they were conservative they were god-loving and they didn't look at wicked ways sort as as much but these people that took over the democrat party and have made it what it is today are not the original democrats they're the originals are still conservative god-fearing god-loving you know freedom loving but that's that's not what they are today well being in both both sides like i said i when i started out i started out as a democrat and then i came into the republican party i said they're crazy they've lost their mind yeah and then i got in there and i'm thinking to myself it's a, a big turkey with two different wings <laughs> yeah. and now the republicans up higher up are not doing nothing about the crazy democrats because they have something to hide too i think there's so much behind that stella that the, you just said and you unpacked a lot where it's like literally all of these people they they go out in the public they're actors they have their role to play right and and then when they uh get together privately they're all friends and buddies and it happens of course it happens all over so they're working their own deals if you think about this when a new senator or congressperson is elected to go to washington dc they have a week they show up before their their swearing of their oath they are at that time that's when they go through their education, how everything works and all that. That's when, they, that's when they literally compromise them because they tell them, this is what your role is. This is how we're going to let you know about the trading that's going to happen beforehand. You're going to be very wealthy. You know, we're going to take care of you. All these things, right? Your, because they, your only responsibility is agreeing with everything. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And they tell them the role they play, right? So we see a bunch of actors in every state capital in the federal government system. The thing is, is that if the people would wake up, and I'm not calling for any insurrection, war, or anything like that. I'm all about peace and honor. You know, I'm about God. But if we all stood up, if the people of the world would stand up, there's so few of them. Mm -hmm. There's millions and millions and millions of us that all we got to do is unite and stop being divided because that was their plan in the beginning is that you create a division. If you can have people divided, you can control them. If you can control the money, you can control the vote. You know, it's all about what they're doing to our country. The people, thank God, as we started out, are waking up. If they would just learn the true history of our country, if they would learn how they enslaved us, people don't realize we've been enslaved ever since we were born. From cradle to grave, we're enslaved in their system, and it's all the monetary system they do it by. We were bonded. Everything deals with bonds promissory notes, and fiat money. And they control the world with it. Mm -hmm. Well, guess what? That whole money system, it's coming down. And it's coming down pretty quick. Oh, it is. I mean, we had just another bank failure just the other day. Yeah. You know, and I have a I have a theory about that. I mean, they're really wanting really bad to push us into this whole digital dollar thing, okay? Because at that point, and I've talked about this before, if they if you if you people allow them to institute this digital dollar that will basically mean that all of your cash will be confiscated. All of your t- retirement that you have saved for your entire life will be confiscated. It will be converted into a digital dollar in which the government will be able to control every aspect of your life and tell you exactly what you are allowed to spend your money on. And if you don't behave and if you don't go along with the, with the, with the narrative, 
they can turn off your money. Well, I mean, that's just, it's it, that's really awful, and that's something that should scare everybody. True, true that. Okay, very true. But it's already happened. People don't actually see it. You, when you deposit your money, you're giving them the paper money back, and you're getting digital. Uh, currency. It's all numbers, right? Because mm-hmm. it's all fiat fake money. So you're depositing it to the bank. The Who creates the money? Well, that's a corporation, right? You got your, your Federal Reserve, the Treasury, which now they've been rolled into one. Well, it's already all digitalized. So all you're seeing is fake money that you hold around like monopoly money passing it around. But it's the same exact thing. They already have the system. It's been going on through SWIFT for over 50 years. So now they're just trying to switch over to do away with all the paper side of it, and it's all digital. And it's coming. It's going to happen. There's no doubt about it. Um, It's a matter of what are you going to support. You know, are you going to be into XRP or XLM or whatever? But you definitely don't want to go with the U.S. one because it's going to fall. It's going to crash. The whole BRIC system, there's 187 countries wanting to join BRICS right now. All gold back. Zimbabwe dollar. Zimbabwe. Zimbabwe. Thank you. I can't say that word. Yeah. (laughs) So, I mean, on on the 8th. I'm thinking about buying some of those. Oh, you got to. Because literally on the 8th of this month, uh, Zimbabwe is going to the digital back gold uh, dollar. So every dollar for dollar that you buy there, their inflation was so high, you can buy a $10 trillion note. Now, what the exchange rate will be, I don't know. But it happens next Monday. So literally, people should be buying that 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 note, and also the 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 Vietnamese dong and all that, because the U.S. dollar is going to come down ninety percent, probably within the next month or two. Now I don't know exact dates. You know that's just my own you know speculation because of the people I talk with mm-hmm. and so on. But um, people need to prepare for it because the U.S. dollar is already worth only three cents. People only give it the value of a dollar. But the actual value is only three cents. But when it crashes, literally, it's going to cost you, you know, a hundred bucks for a loaf of bread. But if you start preparing, you know, buying your gold, your silver, yeah, you know, if you don't have that much money, you can go on. Uh, uh, I won't say websites or anything, but you can if you want oh, to. Okay, great. Yeah, go for it. So it's one hundred trillion dot com, mm-hmm. and if you go there, you can turn around for thirty. Uh, 40 bucks, you can buy like a, a billion dollar note. Well, if that's a dollar for dollar and say you only get 20% of that, I think you'll be set for a pretty long time. <laughs> you think? <laughs> when, the, when the conversion yeah. takes place. Yeah. So it would be really good for people to prepare for that because literally next week, that's going gold back. And then all the countries uh, joining BRICS, it's all gold back money. So we're finally going back from the days that Nixon took us off the gold standard in 72 or sure. 71. Um, and and people need to prepare for it. But people need to start getting along, like Rodney King said, right? Let's all get along because we aren't going to do any good for each other if we're all divided. You know, I want to uh, switch gears a little bit, talk about some of this died early news. You know, they... And I said this, I said this like a couple of years ago. I said, you watch celebrities, sports stars, people like that that are well known. They're going to stop, dro- start dropping dead from the jab, right. and they're not going to be able to cover that up. You know, they can cover up the numbers on like regular people like you and me that drop dead because, you know, not a lot of people miss us. And so, but actors, celebrities, mm-mm, no. Here's a big one: Jerry Springer. He mm-hmm. died last week. 
he was old. He was 79. But here's the thing that really caught my attention, and we see this a lot nowadays. We, there's two things that we hear a lot of. We hear brief illness. Mm-hmm. When did we hear that before all of this crap? When did we hear brief people dying of a brief illness? And why can't they just say what it is? Why can't they say what the, Do they not know what the illness is? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, for those of you who don't know who Jerry Springer was, uh, <laughs> I kind of enjoyed his show a little bit. It was kind of funny. I considered him to be kind of a shock TV jock, you know, where he'd have uh, people on, you know, like relationships and, and the person that they're, that they're dating has like this deep, dark secret and they expose it right there on television. And, of course, sometimes there's a fight on the stage. A lot of times. A lot of times. <laughs> and the bouncers come out and people are getting dragged out. Right. But anyway, so uh, he was like a shock TV jock. So there was another one here, <clears throat> a guy by the name of Alex Van Kooten, a Dutch-Canadian man. He developed severe heart failure and now requires a heart transplant. A condition which developed shortly after the booster shot of Pfizer's coronavirus in 2019, gene therapy. And, um, and the reason he did it is because Justin Trudeau was forcing this on people. He's trying to backpedal that now, by the way. Oh, Justin yeah. Trudeau is. He's trying to backpedal the fact that he coerced people, call, call it whatever you want, call it coerced or forced. I call it forced. How about offering him money to get it? Yeah. Telling you you can't go to the grocery store and you can't yeah. visit relatives, you can't travel, right. all of this other nonsense where, they, you know, and I think after the break, I'm going pl- to play a little clip that I've got of Justin Trudeau trying to backpedal on that. And after the break, we'll also go through some of these other ones that I have here on my, on my Died Early News. Um, and then we're going to go into, um, you know, speaking of coercion, yeah. don't you remember in this state that the governor was actually offering people money in a lottery? That yeah. If you got your shot, yeah. then you would go into a lottery where you could win a million dollars. You know, that's so true. Yeah. I, I wanted to share something. This here has been on my mind a lot recently and I've never even go for really it. You got to like I've a little over a minute. Yeah, I know I haven't talked about this to anybody before, yeah. but if you remember the day that Biden left Delaware to go get you know, sworn in, right? This inauguration, right? Yeah. What they call it. We're going to um, be talking about the swearing in thing that, a little later on, that, too. That day, he was standing there on stage with, what, 20 people out there, you know, and he started to cry and he said, I hope I can survive this. <laughs> what is it he's trying to survive? Because literally, I think he was there to destroy our country. And we all know that. People are waking up to that. Yeah. That's what he was saying. I hope I can survive this. Because you guys aren't. <laughs> somebody should find that video of when he did that that day. Because Maybe I'll search for that during the break. It's very telling. Okay, I'll look for that during the break, and if I can find that clip, we'll play it. Yeah, that'd be cool. Yeah, yeah. Um, so we're going to cover the rest of the died early news I have. I want to talk a little bit about uh, Governor DeSantis is pushing back in Florida. He's trying. He's he's telling me he's, Florida's not going to not going to go along with this digital dollar thing, and they're also mm-hmm. not going to go with the ESG and the wokeness and all that other garbage. Mm-hmm. And he's gone on the rampage against uh, Disney. Yeah. Who's so, the good guys and who's the bad guys anymore? It's hard to you know? tell anymore. Right? It's yeah. hard to tell. It we is. don't know. Uh, Anyway, so don't go anywhere. It's going to be a jam-packed show today, and uh, you're listening to Freedom Speak with Becca Marie and Stella with guest guest, uh, Tim McLean. We'll be back.